Hey, everybody. Chase Nobles here, founder of Kush.com. I've got Brett Mayo here from Sweetwater Hemp, and we're really excited to have you on the show, Brett. Thanks for having me. I'm excited, too. Yeah, so you have an interesting story. Uh, you come from a, a, a background where it's not just hemp. You have another business that you do. But if you don't mind telling everybody the story, how'd you get into the hemp industry? What brought you here? So, yeah, we, um, so my wife and I moved back about 10 years ago. And um, my in-laws actually have a um, business called Sprout House where they supply about four, three to four, 400 Walmarts with cut and fresh herbs. So we've been doing that for about 10 years and just to stay on the, you know, the cutting edge of stuff and with the growing family and stuff like that, we decided to open another business um, and doing our homework. Um, I mean, not only did it look cool, but it, it seemed to make sense to go into CBD and hemp. And, um, you know, we uh, did our did our homework for about two years. And then once we got the um, go from the state of Nebraska, we applied for our um, growing license and extraction license. And at the time, we were the only two in the state to get that um, together. So, um, yeah, so we just jumped head first in last June and, you know, we got the, we got it built and we kind of opened our doors, you know, about January one, we started doing the extraction, um, about middle of February. So, um, along with that, we do have a small R and D over in our other company, um, Sprout House, where we grow plants and learn about the seeds and figure out, you know, which strains and stuff work the best for us. So, um, it kind of came full circle and we're doing extraction, a little bit of growing, but we're kind of bringing biomass in from everywhere. Right on. Now, it sounds like, you know, this thriving business was looking for kind of a frontier market. Was that a hard conversation to have being a family business in Nebraska, um, not traditionally super cannabis friendly up there? And then having really large client like Walmart, for example, was that a, a like a big risk? In, or was that a hard conversation with the family to get, you know, hemp and CBD brought into the mix? Um, I don't, I wouldn't say it was hard. Um, you can kind of see where the nation's going with it, with cannabis and CBD. Everybody's eventually going to have to get on board. So we wanted to be out in front of it and, you know, something that we could grow fairly quickly. Um, but we know that it's going to be here and it's going to be here to stay. So it just seemed pretty stable. Um, you know, Walmart's, um, kind of waiting for on the national level to get some, some rules and regulations before we can kind of get into there. So we're kind of starting out small locally. Um, kind of hitting um, the websites really hard, but uh, it just made it made all the sense in the world to us, and, and it just seemed cool and, and fun to get into. Now, starting just since June, that's really fresh. You know, that's a that's a young startup that you have right now when it comes to this market. What has mm -hmm. it been like since June? You know, you 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 do all the research for two years. You know, you do a little bit of R and D here and there, and then you go, okay, it's time to start producing a product and selling. What what has that been like since June since launch? It, it's been crazy, you know, since we actually opened the doors over here in, in January, basically, I've said, you know, I've been doing it for, you know, six, eight months or something like that completely. Um, but I feel like I've been doing it for 10 years. Um, but it's, it's, it's just a constant edu education process, in, especially in the state of Nebraska and talking to people and teaching them about it and, you know, the benefits of it. But uh, we, you know, we're just doing the best we can. And we, like I said, we want to start locally educating people and just growing from there. Um, you know, you guys have helped out a lot. We're, we're going down to your convention in uh, November and that'll be our first big one, but we're hit, kind of hitting small ones around here to get practice up, but uh, we're excited to kind of build a national brand here in central Nebraska. Right on. Yeah. The show's going to be great. We're excited that you're, you're going to be there. I'm looking kind of at your product list here. You have so many different categories for such a young startup. 
what inspired going that broad that quickly? Because that's just a, a pretty big SKU list. And it's, it's with all the flavors and the different potencies, I would imagine that this has probably been a pretty big challenge just getting those products to market. Yeah, it's been crazy when you when you're out on the road and you're trying to do sales. A lot of the the businesses, the smaller businesses, even the little bit bigger businesses, want to bring in more than one skew at a time. Um, we started out with the tinctures, and then people were like, hmm, maybe if you had this, we could jump in here a lot easier. You know, we could knock out maybe a couple brands and keep your brand and stay local. Um, and, and the other thing we did is we hired somebody that has uh, experience in the business. Um, she's helped out with formulations. Um, our our senior lab. Person Aaron Sutleaf has been great. Um, we started to do this, and I looked at my brother, and I was like, "There's just no way that we can handle this. Um, we don't have a scientific background." And, and she kind of just fell into our lap, luckily. So um, she's helped out a lot. Um, the topicals have been going over well. But, um, we're right now we're um, formulating our gummy. We have some gummies for sale online, but we're going to formulate our own. And I think we're really close to having our own gummy, making everything in house, which is the goal. So. Um, wow. We're also talking to dog treat companies and stuff like that. So we're just trying to grow, get as many products as possible and, you know, get as much flowing. Kind of the land and expand, get, get a couple of big accounts and then expand the product line within them, you know, start yeah. adding more and more to, you know, make sure that the uh, flow through on the shelves is good. That's, that's great. One of the interesting things about your business is you claim to have the largest ice water extraction in the country. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's one really big claim, but two, ice water extraction, you just don't see a lot of that in the market. After doing two years of research, what led you to ice water extraction and, and how big is it? What what exactly are y'all doing over there? So during our research, we, we Rory did a lot of the research, but talking about it, it seemed like the future. Um, people today, they want stuff that's clean. They want to know where it came from. Um, they want to know what's going in their bodies from, you know, all the way from the sea, all the way to when they're getting their tincture or their gummy or whatever. And then the more and more we thought about, the more and more it made sense to do the water extraction. We got hooked up with a company out of Canada um, and we have two 2000 liter systems, um, which we can run through about 135 pounds of biomass in each each machine um, each day. And we can run it up to three to four times a day. So we can go through it very quickly and we make bubble hash from those machines. And then we go directly into um, ready to consume oil. So. Um, it's a little bit different process than CO2 and butane and stuff like that. It's cleaner. It's also safe for my, for my employees and it's also safe for the, for the consumer. So, um, they know exactly what they're getting. Uh, we also go above and beyond as far as testing. Um, another thing that we really liked about this process is we can, re- we can retain terpenes and, um, minor cannabinoids and flavonoids that other, um, processes can't. So when you're getting our product, you're getting not only full spectrum, oils and, and gummies and stuff like that, you're getting a fuller full spectrum because we can retain all that stuff and keep it within what we're doing. Yeah. With no solvents, it's really interesting. A lot of people extract with CO2, you know, you know, kind of the, the, to get mm-hmm. a similar, um, I would say product in the sense that you're not using any harsh solvents, but yeah. ice water is a whole other animal. You, you come out with this bubble hash when you run that much hemp through you know, ice water extraction, what does it actually look like coming out? And then how do you get it into, to, you know, the oil state? So what we do is we get our bubble hash out. It comes out, you know, you see a lot of videos and stuff and they're like cleaner and a little more yellow sandy colored. or actually comes out a little bit darker because of all the flavonoids and the terpenes that are in it. And then what we do is we go directly in our terp reactor. 
which is kind of like a big pressure cooker. And what we do is we have water to stabilize it. And then we use MCT organic coconut oil and then that bubble hash. And what it does is it decarboxylates and then we cook it um, anywhere from three to five hours, anywhere from 200 to 280 degrees. And it comes out as a ready con to consume oil. The only wow. thing you would have to do from that stage is uh, dilute it to whatever you're trying to do in a tincture or a gummy to get it to that, that correct consistency that you're looking for. Right. That's wild. It's, I haven't heard of anybody doing this at a large scale and being the world's largest ice water extraction facility, that's got to be a pretty big undertaking to just get that process dialed because, you know, having to take all that bubble hash and then turn it into oil and then put it into the tinctures is probably a, a, involves a lot of processes and systems and checks and balances in place to make mm -hmm. sure that you're getting that clean product that you're going for. One of the yeah. concerns is microbials and other, um, you know, kind of contaminants with ice water extraction. Have you had to deal with that at all? Or has that been fairly easy because of the, the input material? So with our biomass, when we go into our, our chirp reactor, since we cook it at such a high temperature, you basically kill everything that you don't want in it. And that chirp reactor is specifically designed to hold the terpenes and the flavonoids. So you keep everything in the good and get out with all the bad. Um, the other thing that we do is it comes kind of comes out and, it, and then you, there's like a glass in front that you can look at. So there's three different levels and we see in the glass, you'll get maybe a foot of grade one pure, ready to, ready to go into a tincture oil. And then you have a little bit of a, we call it second grade, but there's just a little bit left of the plant matter and stuff like that, that the, that the heat doesn't zap. And then you have your water. So what we do is remove all the first grade, then we drain all the water, and then we run that second grade through a filter press, and it takes out all those leftover contaminants, and we turn that second grade back into first grade. So you can legitimately see the different levels of oil coming out of the turp yeah. reactor. Also, yeah, it's a different density, so you can totally see it in the glass. So we just bring the water in and take out the first grade, then you have your second grade, and then you drain the water out, and then you do your second process with a filter press, and it takes all the rest of the contaminants out. Oh, that's awesome. And what a name for a machine, a turp reactor. Who wouldn't want a turp reactor? Yeah, I want a it, turp it, reactor. It's really cool. What's that? It's really cool. And it allows us to do so many different things too. So other things that I've been doing with it. So we can uh, save our second grade oil and I can put it into the batches with the bubble hash. So I can bring up all the other myocannabinoids and the terpene levels and stuff like that. So I can kind of make kind of Frankenstein batches with different strains and match different strains. Um, so if I see something's lacking somewhere, I can put a second grade of this oil in the tie in it and kind of mesh it together. Um, so a couple of the cool things that we've done with that is we, um, so we go in with wet bubble hash. It seems to work a little bit better. Um, I did 30 kilos of CBG. Oh, wow. 20 kilos of CBD with the MCT oil. And it came out almost 50, 50, um, CBD to CBG. So one of the most interesting products we have right now is um, that which we're actually testing for cosmetic companies and stuff like that is we have a CBD CBG mix that is 50 50 and it's a 900 milligram um, two ounce jar and it's we're testing it on everything from facial cream to eczema to dry skin um, to anything like that and we're getting really really good results so um, we can do a ton of different things with that turp reactor which is really fun Try. That's interesting from an FDA and kind of a regulation standpoint, cosmetics are one of the key markets that these big box retail stores might actually buy. 
And so that'll be really cool to see that come out. Uh, one quick question. How big is this turp reactor? Is it big enough to possibly fall into and then turn into some kind of CBD hemp superhero? Is that is that at all possible with this turp reactor? Because that seems like, you know, kind of an intro to uh, my next favorite comic. Yeah, you know... <laughs> Even the company that developed this, they have smaller ones around the world, but this one is big. It, it holds 200 liters, whatever you're doing. So what we do is we put in the bubble hash. We, we've done a bunch of different tests as far as how much MCT we want in, but then you just fill it up to the 200 with the water and it just helps stabilize it. But yeah, it's, it's something that, that once we learn and we get down and we can create certain batches, I think it's going to be something that's going to just kind of revolutionize what we're doing because we're holding all those flavonoids and those terpenes and we're willing to post all that stuff on our website, answer any questions about it. So you know exactly what you're getting um, in, in your tincture. So um, it comes out cleaner. It comes out better smelling, better tasting. Um, we, we try not to flavor our stuff too much. We want you to taste the hemp because we like the taste of hemp and I don't know why you wouldn't want it. Um, but it comes out just, just really cool, really fun to work with stuff. So just to be clear, it is big enough to fall into and, you know, possibly turn into a hemp, um, superhero. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Make sure nobody fell in. If they did, we know where they are and that they're, you know, a good superhero, not a bad one. Um, and if you want to jump on our website, there's or jump um, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn or anything. We have pictures of all this stuff. We're completely transparent. If anybody has questions about it, that's one of the things that, that we decided that we wanted to do as a company is be transparent, put our testing out there. Um, you know, if you ever want to do a tour, you can call me. We can set that up. Um, we're having a grand opening on September 19th. We're going to have band and food, and I'm going to be getting tours all day. So. Oh, that's awesome. I think because you all are doing ice water extraction and because you're, you're, you know, more or less using a pressure cooker and MCT oil, which is like really refined coconut oil, right? There's nothing dirty in this process at all. There's nothing to hide. So why wouldn't you show all of the test results? Why wouldn't you open up the tours? Why wouldn't you, you know, there, it, it really sounds like an insanely clean process as long as, you know, the systems and the processes are in place to maintain that. Which having worked with, you know, big box retail stores, they're not going to want anything less than that to put into their products, especially on a highly scrutinized product category. Right. So I think you're doing everything right on that front. And it's, it's exciting to see somebody as transparent as you are, you know, inviting people out to come see it, you know, posting everything on your social media. And I assume, I assume they can find those just searching Sweetwater Hemp Company um, to kind of pull up your social accounts. The, the last, the last thing that I wanted to ask is, could you run through the different product categories that you're offering so that people know what's out there with the Sweetwater brand? And, um, if there's anything on the frontier that you're looking to expand into, you know, what can people expect over the next, you know, 12 months when it comes to product development? So what we offer right now is we have a tincture line. Uh, we have four different, um, well, we have two different sizes, but we have six different flavors. Um, we have a 250 milligram, a 600 milligram, a 1500 milligram, and then we jump up to a two ounce, which is a 3000 milligram. Um, and a lot of people ask us why we don't have higher milligram tinctures. We're getting a lot of feedback that our middle middle end is as good as a high end tincture from another brand because of all the extra things that are added in with our process. 
Um, the next thing that we jumped into was topicals. Um, we have eight different topicals. Um, two of them are actually the same, just kind of different essential oils, so different scents. Um, but our two best sellers have been our 900 milligram CBD CBG mix, which has been just a hit kind of all over the place, especially for just daily skincare on the face. And then problems on topical skin problems like dryness and, and eczema and stuff like that. Um, and then we also made a sweet relief, which is a 750 milligram, basically kind of like a biofreeze icy hot. Um, that has been really well. Um, we're actually at the state fair in Nebraska right now. And pretty, I would say probably 90% of the people that try it come back later, 15, 20 minutes later and buy it. Cause it's just so quickly absorbed in your skin being oil-based compared to water-based that you just get so much relief within, you know, 10 to 15 minutes and you, you know, feel great. Um, the other things that we have is we have smokable. Um, so we do pre-rolls and then just bud. And then the last one, we're just, we're just dipping our foot in the gummies. Like I said, we kind of brought in some gummies made with our oil. Um, but right now we're trying to perfect our gummy that we want to make in-house. What we're working on. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And the last thing that we're working on right now is actually with a couple of big animal um, dog treat, um, dog food companies. Um, so that's kind of the next, which is dog tincture or animal tinctures and then food for animals as well. That'll be a really exciting to see. It's just such a huge category of the market. Everybody loves their fairy friends. Two yeah. years ago, CBG really came out of the market, but the prices were insanely high. Mm -hmm. And now that you're doing the CBG to CBD one-to-one mix, it's got to be um, a, a different aspect of supply chain management and sourcing whenever you start bringing in these other cannabinoids. This year, CBG prices have come down quite a bit because people grew a lot more. What does the supplying of CBG look like for Sweetwater? Has that been a challenge or was that pretty easy this year well as far as us being a startup and still getting our name out there we haven't needed a ton of it um like i said when we run our um superhero chirp reactor we get at about uh, 64 liters uh, ready to make product oil so we it takes a lot to go through that much oil um, but as far as cbg goes we're working with somebody out in western nebraska um, who's provided almost probably 80 to 90 percent of what we've been going through um, and he's been really great to work with, um, super easy. Um, we're kind of going to work hand in hand going forward um, with what strains we like, which strains we really like. Um, the best strain that we've worked with besides that CBG strain has been Big Red, which was developed out in Western Nebraska. Um, so you got your Husker Big Red um, development and they actually have a Herbie Husker, which is a cross between Trump and Big Red. Um, so we're kind of excited to run that here and probably about probably about a month and a half. So um, lots of fun stuff, but we're trying to keep everything local, locally sourced um, and find really good people to work with that we can trust. Um, so we know what we're going to get when it comes in the doors. Right on. Amazing. Well, it's exciting to see a company playing the, a real serious game up in Nebraska in the hemp industry, making a big splash, coming out to the Texas show that we have coming up in November. And it's really exciting to have you guys on the platform as well. So thank you so much for being a part of the network, the community, uh, our our platform and our events wouldn't be the same without companies just like yours. So thank you so much, Brett. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. I appreciate it. Look it up. September 29th, if you're around, come out and see us. Right on. Thanks a lot, Brett. Be safe and uh, we'll talk soon. Yep. Thank you.